Happy third birthday to something for everybody. Hello, my friend. Welcome to Something for Everybody. The podcast helps those who listen feel more loved and connected through story sharing. My name is Aaron Mashbitz, and my mission is to help you realize your potential and capabilities through conversations and deep insights so you can make your prior best your new baseline. Today's episode is a solo episode where I share five lessons I've learned from three years of doing this podcast. And in other news, this episode is brought to you by Amare. Amare is the mental wellness company and I use their products every single day. So click the link in the show notes, check out all their products and see which ones might fit your needs best. And then at checkout, use the code everybody for $10 off your entire order. Now onto episode 168 of something for everybody. Hello, my friend, and welcome to Something For Everybody. My name is Aaron Mashbitz, and happy third birthday to this podcast, currently called Something For Everybody, but it's had a few changes over the last couple years, initially being called Jackson Talks Everybody, now again being called Something For Everybody, and that's the name we will stick to for the rest of time. But this is officially the third birthday, the third anniversary of this podcast, and I'm really proud of this accomplishment. This current episode is number 168. And for me, when I set out to do this podcast, when I really started to take it seriously, which is exactly three years ago when I released episode six, and I'll explain why that's the third birthday, because you might be thinking episode six, that's not the first episode, what happened to the first five episodes, why is that the anniversary? And I'll explain that, but I've also explained that in a previous episode when I officially changed the name of my podcast from Jackson Talks Everybody to Something For Everybody. I explained the name change and the deep history of the podcast, so if you want to revert back that to that episode, please do, but I'll briefly touch on it here before I go into the meat and bones of this episode, which is the five lessons, the five lessons that I've learned over the last three years from doing this podcast. So this is the third birthday. I released episode six, which I consider to be the first official really important episode of this podcast on June 29th, 2020. Um, This episode drops on June 30th, 2023, so three years and one day, or you might be listening to or watching this after that, but um, so that's, that's sort of where we're at, so thank you if you've been with me, thank you very much if you've been with me since episode six, thank you very much if you came on the journey a little bit later, and thank you very much if this is your very first episode um, I promise you will enjoy it. And if this is your first episode and you and you find your way listening all the way through and you have some feedback, some criticism, some insight, please, 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 I'm very easy to get a hold of. Uh, I would love to hear that feedback or how you felt as a as a first listener or watcher of this podcast because I take deep pride in, in what we do here at Something For Everybody and I want the experience to be great for anyone who watches or listens. So three years, third year, uh, third anniversary, third birthday of this podcast, pretty freaking cool. And so let's circle back a little bit to 2018. 2018 is when is when my life changed forever. I've extensively talked about this on this podcast on a lot of episodes, so I'm only briefly touching on it here. 
in September of 2018, I lost my big sister, Rachel, to suicide. What I was doing in my life at that point is I was an independent professional wrestler named Jackson Stone. I was living in Philadelphia with my buddy, Wheeler Yuta, who is now on television every single week with AEW. So proud of him. But we were, we were grinding it out. We were trying to make it in professional wrestling. We were traveling, doing shows, uh, doing some other extracurricular activities, you might say. But Jackson Stone was my life. And, um, you know, I'd wanted to be a professional wrestler since I was 13. And I was living out that dream as Jackson Stone or Lights Camera Jackson, the pretend movie star. And sort of everything in my life was sort of curated around that character, that performance, trying to be that persona. And then you have this sort of thrown in this catastrophic event, this very tragic event, the worst thing that I've ever experienced in my life, losing my big sister. And everything just started to change. You know, I've extensively talked about this, but you start to reorganize your life in, in, a, in a certain fashion when life punches you in the face, telling you that this thing is precious, this thing is fragile. Um, you, you have to say, I love you as much as you can. You have to enjoy every moment and the experiences and do everything that brings your heart joy. And I was. I was doing the thing that I wanted to do since I was 13, professional wrestling. And so that part wasn't bothering me. But um, some other stuff started to change internally about the character that I was presenting, who I was presenting and how I was presenting it and what sort of mark and how I wanted to serve the world in a deeper way. That's was, that was really pulling on my heartstrings. And so you fast forward to January of 2019, I moved back home to Dallas, Texas. Actually, I moved back home, yeah. Yeah, I think it was January that I moved back home to Dallas, Texas in, in January 2019. And then that's when I had this idea that I wanted to start doing a podcast. But the podcast was more, I, I, I was having these internal feelings about my persona and who I was in real life and I was doing all these mental health courses and classes and trying to learn everything I could and, and put that into the universe and the world and have these discussions and start these things. And, and then around that time, that's when I created the You Are Love t-shirt, which is now an official nonprofit 501c3. And there was just things happening. But I moved back home and I still had a hard time like separating myself from this persona who I had been since, you know, 2015 when I finished playing baseball in 2014. And so it was just hard for me. I was I was being pulled in my heartstrings because of what I was trying to do in the mental health arena, but I was also really attached to this identity of Jackson Stone. And so I decided to start a podcast that was centered around my persona. So more content. I would basically bring guests on and I would only ask them questions about myself. You know, I've mentioned this a couple of times. So if I had this guy named Jim on, I would be like, Jim, what's your favorite Jackson Stone moment? And just have this podcast reiterate the sort of egotistical uh, self-centeredness of the character that I was portraying. And it was cool for like a little bit. I did a few episodes. I didn't um, do them very frequently or often. Um, I mixed in some serious episodes, which are sort of like the five you see previous. And so I did some with some of my best friends. I did some with my mom, my parents. Um, so you see some of those sort of mixed in those episodes. And those episodes are sort of tailored in a more organic sort of fashion like some of the later episodes are but they're still sort of fixated and and sort of curated and a little bit pretend but I kept them there just to be able to show sort of the progression of the podcast um, at 100 episode 68 now we've progressed in a long way but I wanted to be able to sort of circle back to those episodes and see like oh this is where we started 
And I did that in 2019 very loosely, episode every other week or maybe once a month, like nothing really consistent to that nature. And then you fast forward to 2020, and I wanted to start just taking this this uh, this podcast very seriously in 2020. And so for the first six months, uh, I was cruising. Um, I was I was. Uh, pushing out a lot of episodes. I rearranged some of the podcasting. Um, I did all of that stuff. Like uh, the the questions, the comments were, were centered around some of the things that I wanted to be talking about. And around the same time, I had released a, a video series around You Are Loved, sharing mental health stories. So they're sort of interconnected, those two pieces. And I was sort of really proud of the work that I was doing. It was still under the Jackson Stone banner and under Jackson Talks Everybody. And then around June of 2020, sort of this catastrophic event happened in professional wrestling called Speaking Out. And so I had to um, reorganize my whole podcast again. I had to delete a bunch of episodes. I had to remove some things. I had to reorganize some things. I had to just make a bunch of changes. And so what was left was about five episodes, which is what you see one through five if you scroll on my website, everybodyspod.com or on Spotify or Apple or any website, right? You just see one through five, which I think were all released in, in 2019 or maybe some in 2020. But then I just made a decision on June 29, 2020 to release episode six, which is titled Restart, which was basically the, the restart or the rebrand or the initial kickoff of what I really wanted this podcast to be about, which is about um, a byproduct of pain and curiosity, um, conversations and stories and deep insights to make you feel more loved and connected and to help you move into the best version of yourself. And so that's why I consider episode six to sort of be the first real episode of this podcast. And again, I keep one through five as a way to show people that sometimes you have to just start. Things aren't always going to be perfect. They're never actually going to be perfect. They're never going to be perfect. But you have to start. You you may not have the perfect camera, the perfect lighting, or the perfect setup, or the perfect premise, or the perfect anything. It won't ever be perfect. The best time to start is right now. And I show those five episodes and I have tons of other content on my YouTube from my pro wrestling journey, from all of these things that I did before I sort of blossomed into this person that I'm trying to become, that I'm trying every day to become. I'm trying to figure it out as I go. And episode six was sort of the restart of that whole thing. And then you fast forward to um, 2023 where we're now 168 episodes in. I've done about 162 episodes sort of in this format of trying to express love and connection and deep insights and make people's prior best their new baseline and share stories about mental health and overcoming our obstacles and just real life stories from real life people who are actually fucking heroes, heroes, absolute legends in this world that some people may not know about but deserve recognition and credit for the work and the obstacles and the challenges that they've overcome. And so it's sort of the theme of this podcast and also trying to dive deep into that question, how are you, and make it a question that people want to answer and ask and honestly open up about and create deeper connection and have these fulfilling moments throughout the day that that people actually feel seen, heard, and loved. And it starts with starts with these sorts of conversations. It starts with people understanding these tools and the mechanisms and how they can get there through uh, open dialogue and through kindness and through compassion and through listening and through curiosity and some of these deep, profound lessons that I've learned. And so 
Then uh, I forgot exactly what episode it was. Uh, been a lot of episodes that I changed the name of this podcast because I started under Jackson Talks, everybody, under my name, Jackson Stone. My real name is Aaron, as this is the YouTube channel or any channel that you're or any podcast player that you're listening or watching this on. That's what's going to be under Aaron Mashbits. And so I officially dropped Jackson Stone. I retired from professional wrestling in March of 2022. And then it took me all the way to 2023 to sort of drop Jackson Stone, drop Jackson Talks, everybody, and really go in on me and this vision I have for the podcast of the podcast of something for everybody, finding these little nuggets of wisdom for each person and their unique journey in every episode, and then being able to apply and implement that nugget of wisdom so you can make your life better. You're not just you know, mentally masturbating this information, but you're actually implementing it into sort of actionable tools that will create the lifestyle changes that you wish to have in your life. And so that's the goal. And that's where we're at. This is episode 168. I do two episodes. If you're a brand new listener, I do two episodes a week, Tuesday, Friday, on YouTube, on every audio player, good pods, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, everywhere. Subscribe now, hit the notification bell, you know, if you're if you're enjoying this so far, but we're about to get into the into the meat and bones, the real meat and bones of sort of the the third birthday of this podcast and the lessons that I've learned throughout. So thanks for sticking me with me up to this point. I'm really proud of the the work we're doing here, the community we're doing, the conversations we're having. Um, if you have any feedback, comments, questions, concerns, please, please, please uh, let me know. And if you want to support the podcast, the best way to do that is through Patreon, patreon.com slash Aaron Mashbits. That's the best way to directly support this podcast so we can keep improving, 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 improving. And that's all for that. So now, five lessons that I've learned from three years of doing this podcast. Number one and probably potentially most obvious is I've learned how to actually listen. That's a skill that we can all master. It's a skill. It's a skill that we can all master, like reading, writing, running, um, crossfitting, playing video games. Like These are skills that we can acquire. And I think we miss the point where listening can be a skill that we acquire. It's about being able to pay attention to the right things at the right time. That's what listening is. Paying attention to the right things at the right time with the right amount of energy, right? Trying to pay attention and trying to listen. So when someone is talking, you are not uh, listening to respond. You are listening to understand. And that's what this podcast taught me. Having conversations all of the time with people who are different, know different things, are experts in different areas and trying to really understand what they're trying to say. And then how can I digest, understand, comprehend, and then respond in a way that's not just already a premeditated thought, but an actual response from the words that they said. And that's about paying attention. That's about focusing. That's about hearing. That's about seeking to understand rather than just make the conversation about you. You're making it about the person who's speaking. And so we can all practice listening. You know, take the advice of of, uh, of Chris Williamson from Modern Wisdom, right? Record a podcast with your friend, a fake podcast. Put the phone on the, on the thing, on the table, press record, talk for 30 minutes. 
right? And work on your communication skills, the sophistication of your language, how you communicate your wants, needs, and opinions. Are these really your opinions or they came from someone else? And then on the flip side, how can you actually listen to the person who's responding? Can you take notes? Can you understand the information? Can you say it back to them? Can you respond in an intelligent way that actually feeds the conversation, that actually feeds the conversation in a really powerful way? Not just you thinking of something 10 minutes before, barely listening, and then regurgitating that 10-minute thing that doesn't even have any true line or through lines of the conversation. It just doesn't make sense because you weren't actually paying attention to the right things at the right time. You weren't actually listening. And so from doing 168, well, it's a bit more than that because I had to delete a bunch of episodes. So about like almost 180 episodes of this podcast, I've learned to listen and that's had profound and deep impacts in my day-to-day life with my partner, with my family, with my friends, like trying to utilize that skill um, as much as I can and trying to cultivate it in every episode because obviously I'm human just like anyone else. So sometimes maybe I doze off or I get distracted or I, I, I miss a couple things and I have to bring myself back. How can I refocus and refocus and refocus continually over an hour, two hour conversation depending on where we're at? And how can I do that with high level of accuracy so I am receiving the information that's being presented to me the best way possible so that I can respond or reiterate or um say it back to the person so my audience understands or so I can talk about it later on a solo episode because I found the information quite invigorating or uh, insightful or life-changing or whatever the case may be. So lesson number one is definitely listening. Lesson number two, everyone is trying to figure it out. I have talked to numerous doctors and pro athletes and professional coaches and people who you know, on the outside are, are excelling at life. And they are, they're doing amazing things. But there's tons of, I wanna make a caveat to that, there's tons of people who are doing amazing things that nobody knows about. And those are the people we really need to think about. Like I can be that person, I can make a huge impact and serve the world and make the world a better place uh, but I don't have to be quote unquote famous or well known for that. I just have to go out and be about the things that I care about and walk the walk and not just talk the talk, right? We gotta walk the walk. And so if you are serving people in any way, if you're helping people in any way, you're making a huge, huge difference. And it has ripple and downstream effects that we will absolutely never know about. So thank you for the work that you are choosing to do, the actions you are choosing to take to make the world a better place. But outside of that, those people who, you know, we look at and like those are successful people, they are crushing it, right? They may be, there's a lot of things that, that, um, are behind closed doors that we don't really know about that they may be working with internally um, and we don't know anything about that. But we'll just look at them and say they're successful. But even when you look at those people, they are still trying to figure it out. Everyone, everyone is trying to figure it out. And that's the beauty of life, that when you feel like you have something, you can always get better, right? You're never, ever too good to get better. I feel that about this podcast because that's just it's just the beauty of the journey about about committing to something over the long haul right it's like the same way when we talk about you know commitment to a another human being for the rest of your life there's going to be different iterations and evolutions of that person but you're saying i'm willing to figure it out with you 
And if you want to commit to something, something that you're really passionate about, and you want to commit to it to the long haul, say, yes, I'm willing to figure it out when it gets hard, when it gets weird, when it gets challenging, um, when more opportunities come or when nobody is listening or when everyone is listening, how will I still be able to figure it out over a consistent basis, over a long period of time with deliberate, persistent action? And even the people you see who are doing the best, quote unquote, whatever that means, are still trying to figure it out because it's a day-to-day activity. Famous Babe Ruth quote that I think falls right into this lesson is that yesterday's home run does not win today's baseball game, which means the answers that you had for yesterday's challenges may not answer today's challenges. So you're just always trying to figure it out. And I think that's what makes life fun, exciting, exhilarating, and it allows you to step into the unknown every day. It allows you to get to the edge of your capacity every single day and see where you truly are. And then you're able to go one step further, one step further each day, knowing you're creating a deeper capacity for yourself while also being able to recover at full speed, like Michael Gervais consistently talks about, right? If we're going to work really hard, we got to recover really hard as well. And that's part of trying to figure it out. So you're revitalized, you have all of the energy you can possibly have because you've given yourself the amount of rest that you need. You know, the eight hours of sleep, the thinking well, the eating well, the moving well, all of that stuff. So you can wake up with full energy so you can go out and try and figure it out each and every day. Number three, lesson number three is just curiosity, man. It's just being curious. Like initially, like I told you when I started this podcast, it was about, you know, enhancing my professional wrestling character. Then it turned into having deep conversations about mental health. And that's still a very important theme in my life since I run a nonprofit um, centered around mental health and mental wellness. And sort of my podcast is about self-improvement and becoming the best version of yourself, making your prior best, your new baseline, and making your higher, your higher, your previous highs higher and your lowers, your previous lows higher, right? That's what really that's about. And so then this conversation turned into me just being curious, me being curious about just people. And it, go, it falls in line with listening, right? If when we're listening to someone, we're seeking to understand, we're seeking curiosity, and the understanding and the curiosity pushes away what potentially could have been judgment, right? Because sometimes we have these pre-existing judgments about people. We have these biases. That's true. Sometimes it's part of human nature to have those sorts of things. But if we can sort of override that um, biological instinct, let's say, with seeking to understand, with seeking curiosity, then we're coming from a place that's much better and much conducive to have our conversation. And if we've honed in on lesson number one, which is listening, then we're really listening then we're seeking to understand, then we're seeking curiosity. Because if you're curious about things, you're going to be able to learn so much about life and other people and cultures and experiences, and you're going to be able to apply and implement into your own life. And it's going to create a richness, a richness for your soul and for your friendships and for your partnerships and just for your life itself. If you're just always bashing things and judgmental and, and, and negative about things, like it's just, it just doesn't make life better. I know life is hard and life is challenging. And yes, there are times when we feel like, God, fuck, I just can't catch a break. But how do you really just plant your feet on the ground, be where you are in that moment and figure out what one little step you can take forward and try to alleviate some of the things that are happening? Is it my responsibility? What responsibilities can I take 
on? What responsibility can I take? Accountability, ownership for my things, my actions, my choices. Okay, what's out of my control? How can I push that away? How can I be curious about life? How can I be curious about what the next step is? And curiosity can encourage more hope, more optimism, more positivity because you're just curious about life and what's next um, while still taking ownership and accountability and responsibility for your choices, actions, and movements, but being curious about other people and their walk of life and how they do things and how they could potentially make your life better. And, and it's just like so many things that make life better when we're seeking to understand and we're seeking curiosity rather than bias and judgment and cruelty and being mean and we want to we want to give ourselves the same curiosity as well um, because that allows us to like I think you know I think it can cultivate more more hope or, or more wisdom or more optimism in your life and, and optimism is a core tenant optimism is a core tenant for people doing exceptional things in life optimism is a core tenant for those uh, being their best every single day because optimism is the fundamental belief that things will work out for the best real optimism fundamental optimism that through the proper work effort energy and attention things will work out for the best you have a hope for the future you believe that you can get here you can get there from here yes you have to be realistic and honest about your current situation yeah the things could really be horrible and they could really suck yes that's true we're not pushing away those negative emotions. We're not saying that everything is great all the time. What I'm saying is once you've got honest about your current situation and you got your two feet planted in reality, then you can say, okay, I can make these small steps, boom, 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 boom. I know I can take multiple pathways to get there. I have the agency to make it happen. I'm going to be optimistic about things ahead of me. I'm going to believe that things are going to work out for the best. I believe that from here, I can get there through hope and optimism. And then it comes down to ownership, responsibility over your action choices and movements and how you get there. But you can, you can have that fundamental belief and I think that's really important. Um, number four, loving the conversation or just loving the process, right? If you wanna be a great podcaster, um, it's not a quick ticket. It's not a quick ticket to whatever to whatever sort of fame or, or notoriety you want. You, you have a podcast. The people who are the best in the world at podcasting, your Rogans, your Rich Rolls, your Tim Ferrisses, your Chris Williamsons, right? These guys just do it because they love the conversation. You listen to any single one of them and they're like, yes, I'm just curious. I'm extremely curious. I love having these conversations. It was never about the downloads or the fame or the money. It was about the conversations. It was about learning, having this insatiable desire to learn about people and things and different ideas and how I can implement into my life or how the, the listener or someone watching can implement that into their life, right? That's why it's about loving the process or loving the conversations, right? If you just care about the downloads and the numbers, um, that stuff is important, right, to know if you're progressing or to know if you're getting better or to know if you can monetize this as a potential uh, actual business for your life. But if initially, initially, the reason you get going at anything that you feel like you can do for the long run is because you love doing the thing. I started playing baseball at four because I loved doing the thing. Love doing the thing. Love doing the thing. I love doing this podcast because the conversations or these solo episodes or whatever I get the absolute pleasure to do is freaking incredible. And if one person listens or seven or zero, 
that is what it is, because I've had zero people listen to an episode. This is episode 168, and you know, I don't know how many people listen to the first 100 or 150 or even 160 episodes. Yeah, we're catching a little bit of steam now, but it's a slow build, and I like that because it's brick by brick, layer by layer, so I'm becoming very confident in my work because I'm putting in the work consistently. I'm not skyrocketing to fame right away. I know that I can be really good at this and I've seen the progress that I've made through 170 episodes and so now I'm just building brick by brick brick by brick brick by brick becoming the podcaster that I know I can become or have being the conversationalist or the interviewer or the public speaker or the communicator all of these skills that go into becoming a great podcaster and then I study the greats like your Rich Rolls and your Tim Ferriss and your Chris Williamson's and people like that who I look up to and they like especially Rich Roll and and Chris Williamson right just built their thing through grit and effort over time through iterating and reviewing and executing and becoming really good at the thing they're doing and then building these beautiful podcast platforms with some of the most profound and deeply insightful conversations you know on the internet and that's where I'm trying to get in terms of this podcast and so learning to just love the conversation fall in love with the process fall in love with just doing the actual thing and if that's if that's really in your true nature you're like yeah this just excites me to do the actual thing then everything else will fall in line, the abundance, the downloads, the plays, the views, because you're into it. You're going to do it for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years without feeling burnt out or drained. Yeah, there's going to be some days where you're like, oh, fuck, man. I wish people would more listen. You know, I, I do think this podcast is severely underplayed. Severely. That doesn't stop me from putting out an episode every single Tuesday and Friday because I know that one, it's going to hit. It's a steady incline. It's a steady incline. And one thing is going to hit one episode, one guest, one moment. Someone's going to talk about it. What does it matter? Or maybe four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Maybe I'm doing the 10 year anniversary of this podcast and we've just made a steady climb because we're committed to the process and we want to be deliberate and consistent with our actions about putting out two episodes every single week. And maybe it's time that I have to move to three episodes a week, you know, but Tuesday and Friday right now works really well for me with clips and shorts and small videos, you know, almost every day of the week. And so guests and solo episodes and meditations and question and answers and Patreon episodes and all the stuff that, you know, we've grown to do on this podcast. It's just because I love having the conversation or I love learning about a topic and deeply studying it and then being able, trying to be able to express it on this podcast to see if I actually know the information. And yeah, I stumble over my words and I pause a little bit and, you know, I get caught up in the middle of my notes. Um, but I'm trying and I'm trying and I'm trying and I'm trying to do the best I can. And I know that I'm trying the best I can. And that is amazing to feel the, 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 the proudness I feel about that. Um, and then putting out the work I do into the world for it to be judged and critiqued. And I'm, I'm happy about that because, you know, I, I know that I'm putting out, I'm trying to put out my best work. And from episode six to episode 168, I've gotten better, you know, catch me at episode 300 or at the four year anniversary or the five year anniversary. We'll see what kind of progress I've made, but I do it because I just love the conversation. I fall in love with the process um, of recording these and putting them out into the world and all the other extra stuff that goes into sort of me being this one man team. I have my video guy, Ben, who does a lot of work for me and he's awesome. 
But other than that, I do I do everything that it comes to this podcast. Yeah, you know, and so the uploading, the thumbnails, the descriptions, the clips, all of that stuff is me. Um, so I thank Ben for that. And so it's a very small team, and and who knows where the team will be in a year or in two years, or where we'll grow and where we'll develop. But right now, this is it, and and I love the process that we have for for putting out these episodes every Tuesday and Friday. So thank you. Number five, um, one of similar to number four, it sort of falls in line, but. Number five is you have to accept doubt as part of the process. Uh, from every conversation I've had from doctors, elite athletes, performers, coaches, professional wrestlers, all of these people, everyone basically says this thing summed up with these words, which is you have to accept doubt as part of the process. You have to. You're not always going to feel confident, but you can always behave confidently. Yes, there's going to be times when you feel scared or worried or like you have imposter syndrome or like you just aren't cut out for this. You accept that and you move forward anyways. You move forward anyways. The definition of failure in my mind is the refusal to move forward. Okay? So if you refuse to move forward, then potentially that was a failure. But also there's a distinction between when you should quit and when you should grit. And so that we could leave that in a separate category for another time. And so if you decided to move forward, you accepted doubt as part of the process and you still didn't get the job done or it didn't work out perfectly, you're not a failure. You just had a mistake. And something needs a little work and we need to address those sort of pain points. We need to sort of address the things that need to be improved upon. But you are not a failure and you did not fail because you decided to move forward. You kept getting back up. You kept getting back up. So you're not a failure. You didn't fail. You had a mistake and then you iterate. Okay, what needs a little work? What can we change? I still have a little bit of doubt here, 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 but I still decided to move forward, right? Because when you move through your fear, voluntarily move through your fear, you don't get less scared, but you get more brave. And you get more brave and more courageous and more courageous and more courageous and more brave. But always, you're still going to fear fear or doubt. You're still going to feel fear or doubt. That's just part of being a human being because there's important biological things that happen for us when we feel those ways. Can we keep ourselves safe? But in terms of chasing our goals, we're going to feel worried or doubt or fear. But we continue to walk forward. We continue to make that step forward because we're not getting less scared. We're getting more brave. We're getting more courageous. We're feeling ourselves. We're voluntarily getting to the edge of our capacity and accepting that things are going to happen in this process that I'm not always going to feel comfortable about. But I have to get comfortable feeling uncomfortable if I want to reach the level that I'm trying to get at. And that's competitive advantage. Outworking your competition is a competitive advantage. The attrition you have is a competitive advantage. And accepting doubt as part of the process is a competitive advantage. Because most people will feel like, oh, I feel doubt or I feel fear. I don't know if I can get it done. And that will be the it. They'll stop there and they'll have a lifelong regret of the thing they never chased. And that's tough. That's really tough. That's why I'm telling you this now so you're not that person. So you do go for it. And you do try and you do do the thing. Just try just try, just try, just try. And yes, sometimes you, ha you have to quit it. Sometimes you have to grit it. There's a distinction to be made between those two things. But trying, trying, just trying always feels better than not trying. And so if you can just know that at the beginning, you're going to feel fear, you're going to feel doubt, you're going to feel some sort of imposter syndrome, or like you're not good enough, but you can get good enough. You can get better 
That's the beauty of it all. You can get better at anything. And so showing up and trying and giving your best effort and taking on these challenges and accepting doubt as part of the process and knowing that obstacles make you stronger, that's the beauty in all of it. Whether it's podcasting, playing baseball, making a YouTube channel, becoming a businessman or a real estate agent or whatever, or being a great mom or being a great dad, yes, you're going to feel doubt. Yes, you're going to feel doubt. Absolutely. Yes, you're going to be scared. And you're going to be things that you're going to be afraid of. And you're going to fear what might happen. And you're never going to get less scared when you start to voluntarily face these things. You're not going to get less scared when you voluntarily face these things. But you are going to get more brave. And you're going to be building up that self-work. Or you're going to be building up that self-esteem and that self-worth because you're outworking yourself doubt and that's the beauty of it all that's the beauty of giving yourself consistent deliberate action and being patient but still working every day and iterating and reviewing and executing but knowing how much you can potentially accomplish and become over a long period of time if you actually give yourself that long period of time and not force things to happen in the first month or two months but you're delaying gratification you're understanding you can put in consistent effort you have deliberate patience and action and you take ownership and responsibility of your actions your choices and your movements and you continue to iterate and adjust and pivot along the way and then all of a sudden five ten years later you have something fucking beautiful and magical that you know is yours because you put the hours the blood the sweat the tears in and the work in when really no one else was watching and now everyone seems to be watching and they think this happened overnight but you know the true facts of you and you can do that with anything if you want to get better mental health if you want to um, get faster if you want to get stronger if you want to like anything Anything in life, pick it and give yourself a good amount of time to get it done. Don't cut yourself short. Give yourself your absolute best effort, whatever that looks like day to day. Write some things down, jot it out, reorganize, adjust, move, and continue stepping forward. And you will realize the full capacity and capabilities of you as a human, which is incredible which is incredible. And I, I see that in you. And how now how can you untap that and see that within yourself so you can live the life that you've always wanted because you have the power to do that. So those are five lessons, five little nuggets of wisdom, five lessons I've learned from three years of doing this podcast. Again, this podcast is called Something for Everybody. This is episode 168 and this is our third birthday. So thank you for watching and listening and I'll see you next time. Cheers. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. And thank you just for joining me on this podcasting journey. I feel very honored to be able to do this podcast for you guys. And if you enjoy this podcast, please share with a friend. Because the podcast grows from people like you sharing it with people like you. And don't forget to leave us a rating or review on Spotify, Apple, or even on Good Pods. But the absolute best way to support this podcast is through Patreon. Patreon.com slash Aaron Mashbitz directly supports me, this podcast, and my mental health nonprofit, You Are Loved. But most importantly, most importantly, above all else, please, please take good care of yourselves and others. And I'll see you next time. Lots of love. Cheers.